Let's bring in our next guest. Uh, he is uh, Yannick Hansen. This analyst is brought to you by the Magnuson Auto Group, Metro Ford, Port Coquitlam, and Magnuson Ford in Abbotsford on both sides of the Fraser to serve you. Thanks for this, Yannick. How are you? Yeah, it's my pleasure. How, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing uh, fantastic, as always. Appreciate the time. So, uh, tough one for Vancouver last night. The Stanley Cup champs come into town, and uh, oh, they had their way with the Vancouver Canucks. How did you view last night's game? Yeah, now you know where you need to get to. Uh, it's sobering. There's no question about that. Um, that is the pinnacle right now. Um, that's where you want to get to. Um, and now you can see that that even though your um, your your points total, your your spot in the standings, and all these are, are somewhat similar, um, there there are still ways to go. Um, granted, uh, Vegas played well. Uh, Vancouver did not have their best game, but again, these are the nights where you need to find a way. So sobering is is a good way to put it, I think. So that next level, Yannick, is, you know, what's the most impressive part of Vegas's game that as a ex-pro that you'll look at and say, you know, they just do that really well and that's where Vancouver needs to get? There's no holes. There's no holes in that lineup. They're good from top to bottom. Uh, all their Ds, uh, doesn't matter who's in net for them, it seems like. They're, uh, they're a very deep club. Um, and then when they need somebody to step up, they have an Eichel, they have a Stone, they have a Peter Angelo. They, they have all these guys who can do it for them. Um, and that's not even doing justice to the guys I weren't mentioning, but but it's such a deep club. And that that's what it takes to win these days. It, it takes committee, it by committee. Uh, everybody's got to chip in. So when somebody has an off night, an off day, a uh, line that's not producing, well, there are three others ready to, to step up and take it. So... Uh, that that's the thing I take away from this. That that team is built. Uh, yeah, they have some some high end talent and uh, some big signings, trades, and these things. But but it is a very deep hockey club. It uh, you know it wasn't necessarily, and this has kind of been the case now for a couple of weeks. It's not really the bottom six that's holding this Canucks roster back necessarily, but. You know, uh, Eichel's line kind of had their way with whomever they were matched up with, whether it was JT Miller or Elias Pettersson. Like, it was just Vegas's top guys being better than the Canucks' top guys. Should that be a concern at all? Um, to some extent, again, like, we we're, we're very critical right now because um, yeah. we we're talking about the best teams in the NHL and how, how come we weren't beating them. Um, a month ago, we, we were talking about, oh, we just got to beat St. Louis and Nashville. We got to beat that bubble. Not worry about Colorado. Let's not worry about Rangers. Let's not worry about Vegas. But those are the teams we're worrying about right now. And that's a good sign. Are we still a ways away from those teams? Obviously a little bit, but but it, it's good that we're having this conversation and not, oh, are we shipping out Herlone or are we trading these guys because the deadline is coming up and we're out of a playoff spot. So so the conversation have, have changed a little bit here in Vancouver um, because of the start they had. Um, and now you're you're critiquing them on another level here because, like you said, we're we're in a pretty pretty good spot right now after these games they've played. But uh, now we're starting to measure up against the the cream of the crops here. And how are we lining up against these teams? So far, it, it hasn't been a good showing. We've only had a couple of games against these guys. I mean, we play the Rangers once, Vegas once, uh, Colorado. So, so it's not that many games. Um, but there should come a couple more here w- within a near future where you're, you're seeing teams at the top and, and hopefully they can find a way to to have a good showing in these statement games uh, because that's where you really measure yourself up. Um, 
couple months from now when playoff rolls around um, and you do end up um, playing a Vegas team, it's better to know that, hey, we actually beat these guys. We can do it instead of getting rolled over four times by them or however many times we play them. So, so you need to find a way to beat these teams in the regular season as well, just so you have a good feeling in case you run into them down the line. You know, uh, I feel like a, a fan's perspective is like, oh, look, they're not quite as good as, as the cup contenders. And it, it tends to be more of a, a big picture kind of view of things. I, I wonder, from a player's perspective, it's more granular, right? It's one game at a time. Okay, like we'll take it as a learning lesson and keep moving forward. Yeah, we, we, we've, we always play one game. Like, it's one game, and you can win every game. It is that close. That being said, you know your, your odds over a seven-game series probably goes down against the better teams. But it, it doesn't take that much. Um, Demko being ridiculous like he was a couple of years ago where you almost beat them anyways when they were a better team. It can happen. Uh, Miller taking over, Petey taking over, Quinn Hughes continuing doing the things and dominating a series. It can happen. Um, again, depth will almost always shine through. Um, when your stars get shut down, somebody else needs to, to do it. And that's what Vegas have been able to do. That when Eichel aren't scoring, when um, Stone aren't scoring, well, well, then it's William Carlson, then it's uh, Jonathan Mestre, then it's Peter, then it's these guys. So there's just a next man up mentality in Vegas where right now, yeah, I think we had a game a couple of weeks back where none of, none of the top guys scored and then it was Garland, then it was Lafferty, then it was... Uh, um, McKay, then it was all these other guys that were scoring and that that's a good sign that it can happen you just need it a little bit more consistently and then at the same time when you're playing these games you need you need everybody because um, Vancouver can't allow themselves to to come in and play at at 95 against Vegas at 95 might be okay against the bottom teams in the league or 90 percent but against Vegas you need 100%. You need everybody doing their thing and then a little bit extra and then you stand a, a much better chance of beating a club like that. Well, one of the areas of concern over the last few games and Tockett's mentioned himself is that forecheck, right? Especially in that top six. Uh, Ilya Mikheyev's coming off of a, a major injury. It's going to take him time to ramp that up. Uh, but JT Miller's line hasn't been able to get home uh, as consistently. When you're looking at the forecheck and as a guy that played that role, like what do you see? Are they... Are they just way too inconsistent on that front right now? It's that wavy thing through the season. It's hard to play the way they did in the beginning of the year for 82 games. Um, you can't play with that intensity, that tenacity, every single game. Um, there will come these uh, ebbs and flows, and, uh, and they're probably in that right now where the last, I don't know, half a dozen games, maybe a couple more, has been one, win one, lose one, up and down kind of thing. Um that will happen. Um, that's where good teams still find a way to get away and claw these wins out that they need. Uh, and then when these statement games come, then, then there's no question about what team is showing up. And, and that's why I keep mentioning these statement games because it's, it's more than a couple now. It's three and four games where uh, you'd like to see the, the, the best show up when we need it, not not when they feel like it, not when you just happen to have a fantastic nap and the pregame meal was outstanding. No, tonight is the night, and regardless of of who walks into the door, um, I'm going to play my best game. 
that that's what we're kind of looking for now. And like I said earlier, when we when we discussed it, this is the way we're critiquing them now because of how well they've played and where they're sitting. Um, if they start dropping down, well, then our expectation will, will will shift a little bit, and we'll start talking about, well, we got to beat these bubble teams now that are kind of chasing us behind instead. And then when we do play these uh, the top teams in the league, then okay, if we get something out of it, great. If not, well, we're not as good as them. Um, but right now, it's it's that more wants more mentality, and we're we're in a, we're in a great spot. And now uh, you don't want to relinquish anything. Yeah, I mean they they've built themselves such a nice cushion that uh, the playoffs should be uh, not a guarantee, but you know uh, they don't have to play at an insane pace like we've seen the last couple of years to get into uh, get into a playoff spot. As for Elias Pettersson, you know, there's uh, a thought that he's working through something, even though they denied it last week. He's just, he's not playing with the same kind of pop. And it's, it's almost a little bit reminiscent of, you know, when he was playing through an injury uh, a couple of years ago, when he had that tough start uh, towards the end of the the Travis Green era. What are you seeing with Pettersson right now? Yeah, he he got pushed off pucks easy yesterday. Um, uh, that that's one of the things that stood out for me. He he's normally very very safe with the puck. If he has the puck, something well will come off of it. He will make a nice play. He he will dish it. He will create something. But tonight or uh, last night, he he was losing the puck a couple times too many for for my liking. Um, this that's kind of what sh- stood out to me. Some of these things when he's carrying it in over the blue line down the wall instead of a nifty play in the middle to to a streaking winger or something like that it, it got turned over and then the other way we went um so i, I again you're not going to get an honest answer out of that room whether or not he's hurt or not um again it's the same scenario there he was playing if like almost <laughs> unheard of in the beginning of the year and now you're expecting that for 82 games so some regression are in in order and you're just hoping that this will kind of just flow through and then he'll peak again um, uh, at some point, hopefully at the right times. Um, but but again, he, he doesn't look like he did a month ago, that's, that's for sure. How tough can it be to play hurt, Yannick? <laughs> it's impossible. No, that's not true. Some guys can do it. Um, as soon as you take just uh, the foot off the gas a little bit, the, the, the players are too good. Uh, they're too strong. They're too fast. Um if your if your shot is hurting a little bit now you're taking just a little bit off you're not going to be scoring anymore. Zone um, in and as okay he doesn't have a shot he's going to be passing now so now you start zoning a little bit more on on the options and then it's just it's very very hard to be competitive uh, unless you're 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 healthy. All right, moving off the game uh, in a minute here, but uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on a fellow winger, Mark Stone. Just little subtle plays during last night's game, uh, whether it's making a, a pass behind his back. He, he knows where his teammates are uh, working defensively. As a fellow winger, what do you appreciate about most about his game? Yeah, it's not very often you hear that uh, winger being in the Selkie c- contention, but but he's one of those ones that have always been in there. Uh, and again, he, for a long time in my career, he, he was in the East, so I never really played against him. And then all of a sudden you're playing against him, and he's always doing those the back checks, the stripping you of the pucks, turning pucks over, going back the other way. Um, and then at the same time, he's putting up uh, obscene numbers. So, so it's the... Attention to details. Overall game, 200 foot. Um, it, it's easy. I wouldn't say it's easy, but once you're producing, 
Um, a lot of players tend to cheat a little bit on the defensive side. Let, let's save my energy for, for scoring goals, being uh, offensive here, and then let somebody else worry about it. But when you see a guy like that who is that committed, both sides of the puck, you can't help but tip your hat and, and enjoy the game. Kind of what's been interesting with, with Jack Eichel, he hasn't scored as much since going to Vegas as he did in Buffalo, but I think he's developed into, um, I mean, we saw it during the playoffs last year, and last night he was, for me, the best player on the ice. Um, he's kind of become as good a two-way center in the league as there is, I think, Yannick. Yeah, it was that draft year, and I remember Buffalo being all pouty about getting him. Yeah. Uh, like any other year, like you could have put put five years together and you would have been happy getting him. Um, he's a phenomenal player. Um, he still has one of the strangest stride. It, it looks so slow and he's so fast. Um, and then he has the vision as well. Um, he, he's a phenomenal player. I'm happy he is out of those uh, black holes, if you will, the void of the East there. And now you're getting a little bit of attention to him. You're seeing him in a lot of marquee matchups. Uh, the McDavid Eichel is, is always a great uh, must-watch kind of thing. And I'm happy he's out West now. We get a chance to watch him. Um, not when we guess from a Canuck standpoint, but the other games. Um, it's one of those players that deserve the spotlight, but probably aren't getting as much as they could based on on where they played um, in the past. But but no, it's, it's definitely a player you you need to appreciate. Well, the Canucks have been busy on the ice, and Patrick Alvin uh, busy off the ice. Makes a trade yesterday. Nikita Zadorov coming in from Calgary, uh, big defenseman. He's got some size. You got to keep your head on a swivel. Do you like this pickup? What do you think of that move? Yeah, I again it's. Nikita Sirov. Um he's not my favorite player. Let me put that out right away. But but again, he is going to be a big big upgrade on our third pairing. Um, Friedman, uh, Juleson, um He he will be a massive upgrade over those guys. Um, I I like the fact that you add another body that can play in that middle mix there where he fits in. I I, I don't know. Um, I love the price. Uh, so let, let me get that right away there. Like the, the fifth round you got from Beauvillier uh, and then the third third round three years from now, who cares? Um, they're a team that's supposed to make the playoff right now and he will help you. Um, how he, he's going to pan out and all those things, that, that's to be seen to be said. He does have some intangibles that are um, really tantalizing if he can if he can come through and play that way. He has a, a nasty physical game to him. Um, so, so hopefully he will bring some of that, bring us some, yeah, fear into opposing forwards that you might get hit coming to play in Vancouver right now. Um, they seem like they have found a lot of size now between Myers, between Thuzi, between uh, Nikita, um, and then some skill uh, on the other. Cole's not a small player either. So like that, that top six is as good as we've seen here in Vancouver. <sighs> yes. Since 11 almost. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how good it can look on paper. Um, so, like I said, I don't know a ton about him. Um, he's not my favorite player, but, but he's definitely uh, definitely a player that will improve on this team. And like I said, I love what they gave up for him. And I hope that he that he turned out because he can fill, fill a hole on this team that have had a big hole. 
Um, so, so it's definitely something that's uh, that's a positive for for Vancouver. Well, they've now got the the three towers back there with uh, when when all healthy, Carson Susi, Tyler Myers, and and Nikita Zadorov all over six five and all fairly mobile too for for big guys as uh, you know Rick Tockett mentioned last night, and that's one of the things he really treasures, I guess, in uh, in defensemen. Um, like, what can make it more difficult for teams to play through that? Is it the way they can defend the blue line and clog up uh, the the neutral zone, clog up passing lanes? You know, what what can size do to help the Canucks on defense? Size, when used right, is very hard to play against because of the reach, because of the strength. Um, you're almost always out muscle in battles against these guys. Um, the only thing is, like. Bigger guys are prone to penalties. We see it with Myers. Um, they do get called more often for these uh, holdings, hookings, uh, reaching, all these things. Um, so, so that's the way you you kind of attack them. Um, you go in and around them. Hopefully, skate in, get them uh, losing a footstep. They don't. They aren't too quick on their feet. But, but again, if size is used right, it's almost impossible to play against. Like. I, going back to my day, like Char, impossible to play against. I know we we don't have a Char on our team right now, but that size that that's how you want size to play. Impossible to play against when they're on the ice. You stand in the corner and you feel like they can reach you from in front of the net. Um, you come in and you try to to screen a goalie, and, and it feels like you've got to skate uh, three, four, five seconds in order to get around them. Um, so so it, it's really use size to your advantage when the game becomes a little bit more stationary um killing penalty is great um if you get hemmed in your own end it's great you take up position in front of your net you keep everybody to the outside you let them go and and the smith see the pucks and hopefully they stop them so so it can be used the only way to exploit it like i said you, you got to use speed you, you got to get them turning you got to get them uh, reaching um, and then you can kind of take advantage of it. So, so again, size is great uh, when, when when size is used right. Yeah, and I, I do uh, I do somewhat agree with your earlier comment. Maybe maybe there would have been better fits, but like Chris Tanev, for example. But Tanev is going to cost a lot more in trade. <laughs> I don't think right? you're going to get a fourth third round. Pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, Tanev twenty six. Yeah, Tanev. And again, Tanev would have been he he wouldn't have been your fifth fourth defenseman. He would have been right up there. Yeah. Um, so, so again, that that's a different type of player you're you're bringing in. Um, like I said, the price I absolutely love it. For finally, for a couple of times here, you're not getting fleeced in in Vancouver, Beauvillier. Like it's a straight up dump, and you get something you could actually use. Another great one. Again, it, it hurts giving up him because. He, he had potential, but two goals in 20 games are not going to get you anything. It's going to cost you something, but it didn't. So so it, it's two big wins here where you're basically swapping a Bovillier for a, a very, very capable defenseman. Um, and then, yeah, the third round you give up three years from now. Who cares? Um, you'll get opportunities to just get that back. Right now you, you're thinking playoffs. Uh, so it's... Uh, it is a positive, and again, the D was uh, has been a sore spot a little bit over the last little bit, especially since Susie went out. You you got expo- exposed a little bit there, where now you're down to that four kind of defenseman. If Myers is playing up to his, um, where, where now you you have an extra body that is uh, a legitimate. Uh, second, third-pairing defenseman, and then you're not reaching into the minors and hoping somebody can fill uh, some very big shoes. Yannick, we appreciate the time as always. Have a good weekend. Yeah, my pleasure. Take care.